The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Yeehaw! There we go. I can hear my family picking back there. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkett, You Better You Bet, brought to you by Bet MGM right here on the BetQL Network. Nick Costas is off today. Now, Ken, we got to get back into our college football. We were doing uh, Lochmas. It's the second day of Lochmas. We were doing uh, the Big 12. I think we finished up at Kansas State, who had an over-under of eight. Um, give me your thoughts on this K-State team as we dive back into college football. So we uh, we talked about how I bet Kansas under uh, and how I'm most likely going to bet Iowa State over for some amount of money, maybe not a full a full unit or like a, uh, what you would normally bet on a win total, whatever you guys listening like like to bet on win totals. Um, some people like to do different stuff for, for season-long stuff than for games, whatever. I think you get the idea. Uh, this is another bet that I have made, and I have bet the under on Kansas State. I think it's a little riskier. <laughs> I actually feel a lot more confident about Kansas under than I do about this team under, but I do like both, and I think they're both worth a bet. And this is not like the year two, year three thing that we spent a lot of time on. Uh, this is a coach, Chris Kleiman, who has very consistently outperformed expectations uh, for like his entire life. Like I, I just in, in sixth grade, they probably thought he was going to get B's and he got A's. I mean, it's just like that's how often the guy goes over his number. It's like really unbelievable. So first year, win total five and a half, he wins eight. COVID year, no number set. Uh, third year, win total five and a half, he wins seven. Last year, win total six and a half, he wins nine. Like, man, this guy goes over a lot. How the hell would you want to bet an under? <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> He's always going over and here you are under, yeah. under, under. Yeah. And uh, and I I liked K State last year a lot. Some people liked them a lot. Bet them to I mean really made a lot of money on them uh, with how their season played out. Uh, I made less money, but I definitely didn't hate them last year. I thought they had potential. 
uh, to be good, to be a team that could outperform expectation. Here's the problem. Uh, for the first time in his coaching tenure, Bar has been raised a lot. When nine, nine is required here, hey man, like you are new Bill Snyder, like who did more with less 75 years in a row. Uh, I just can't get there on the, the projection, the way the number is in the market, the kind of like arc of how they're typically rated. And now like you have the, again, anytime it's the first year where expectations have been raised a tremendous degree to what they used to be, I'm going to probably bet the under there, going to be right a lot. And I think that's how this is going to work out. Uh, came up with the ratings, simulated their schedule, seven and a half. All right, a little off. Let's see why. Oh, goes over all the time. Oh, but now the number expectations way higher. Ooh, okay. Maybe last year was just really special. And maybe the new baseline for this team is to be better. But maybe the new baseline is like seven. Or maybe they go eight and four sometimes. Like, I, I need nine to beat me on K-State. I'm okay with that. Uh, I really am. Uh, don't draw Oklahoma in terms of the way the new conference works, uh, which which helps them. Obviously, that helps the projection. They do draw at Texas. They draw at Oak State. Um, but that's built into the, kind of the schedule and the projection. Everybody knows that. It's more just, uh, okay, you go over a lot. We all think you're awesome. Last year, you really popped. And now the market, for the first time, now the market expects that as the new baseline. And I think people have heard probably that phrase with me a lot, with a lot of these teams. That's how I handicap college football win totals, honestly. When, like, hype and expectation are finally reflected in the market price. Hype and expectation are, are whatever. But when that's actually reflected in, in the market price for your win total, then I'm really interested in betting under, usually. Uh, so under on K-State, I think headed for probably another really good year. Just now, really good doesn't even kind of like, you gotta, you gotta win that. Like, they got, again, last year was great. You went nine and three. Well, now just do it again. Well, that sounds so <laughs> easy. Guess you just do it again. And uh, and only really two auto wins on this. Just, this will be like every Big 12 team, but... Gonna have to win a ton of toss-up games. Gonna have to win like every close game to uh, to get to a really big number. Uh, I do like under on them. So we got Oklahoma coming up next. Uh, Alex, do we have Oklahoma's numbers um, as OU? Like this, this is going to be one of the top two teams in this conference, right? OU. Um, we have Oklahoma over nine and a half minus one hundred five. The under minus one fifteen slightly. So, uh, what do you think of Oklahoma in the Big Twelve? They're, they're, so I mean, we've been doing this like year two year. I feel like we do that the whole segment with coaches, but the Big 12 had a lot of turnover, a lot of new coaches that are kind of in their first contract right now. Uh, this is another one, but this team almost has to be looked at completely differently, right? You're almost, you're using a, <laughs> just a, a completely set of, uh, different set of criteria to evaluate what to do because this is like one of the heavy hitters in the history of the sport. I mean, this is, you know, this is Alabama, this is Ohio State, this is like, that's the history that this team has. And so they're always going to be rated really highly. That was recruited at a really high level. Um, and last year was uh, an abject disaster. It was an aberration. And it was because partly the coach left, a bunch of the players left, star quarterback left. Uh, they all went somewhere else. <laughs> well, some of them went somewhere else and they won a lot. And then the other players went somewhere else. But like, I think they got it was like from the year before his roster, like 32 players were on the team the next year. It's like some criminally low numbers. Basically, the relationship between USC and Oklahoma is like the perfect encapsulation of new college football. Like that was the example everyone used last year for how the sport is changing. And it didn't have to go the way it did. But Oklahoma's win total was about nine and a half. There were some nines on the board, I think, at the close of last year. People were kind of down because, you know, they had no players and uh, or no players from last year's team. And they won six games. And it's like one of the worst seasons they've had in the last 30 years. 
or something. And it raises a really interesting question for this year. So you have a really underperformed first year for Brad Venables as the head coach. Okay. Uh, we've talked about year two bump, but like the market is already expect like the market didn't waver. They stunk. They were bad. They won six games. And the market was like, nope, still expect the same thing. Nine and a half. What's up? And it's like, well, okay. Then this isn't like that kind of year two. Like you can't play the bump. Like a bump for Brett Venables probably go. They go. They could improve three games and go under this number. So like, yeah. I do think they will be better. How, why do I think they'll be better? Well, the offense was actually like really good. It wasn't like Lincoln Riley good, but it was good. Dylan Gabriel was good. He's back. And Brent Venables, like a not an all-time defensive coordinator, I guess. Although, I don't know. That's an interesting conversation. Like, how was he fit in? Yeah. But like a guy who killed it on that end of the field, national titles, and they were brutal on defense <laughs> last year. So like, why do I think they're going to be better? Because he's still the coach and it's the second year. And how could he feel too bad defense? Seems impossible that like with like slightly less roster turnover, the defense won't at least be atrocious. And if the offense just stays the same, maybe that won't happen, I guess. But the, I think the defense has, it like has to be better. And if it has to be better, they're going to be better. The problem is the market's already pricing them to be awesome again. So like, yeah, I, I run my number against their schedule. I literally get nine and a half. Whoops. I uh, can't do anything there. And uh, just like, all right, is there something about the program that would make me have a really strong opinion? No, because like the market didn't flinch. Like this would be the team that you were hoping coming into the year. Maybe you could get like a plus money nine on. Probably never eight and a half. They're too good. It's called, they're called Oklahoma. But like you're not getting a discount. So like I think they're going to be better. I was talking to Tyler before the show. He like thinks they're going to be better. Everybody thinks they're going to be better. So does the market by a lot. And uh, I don't know if they're going to be better than this. So I, I don't think there's a lot to do here. I actually love the breakdown of it and the thought process looking at Venables. And that defense has to turn around. I mean, that's. That's his bread well, and butter. Well, it doesn't have to. So you, you, you just like. Well, it doesn't. It's it like should. it doesn't have to. It just. It kind of has to. <laughs> yeah. just, it doesn't, doesn't have to, but like, kind of. Fair point. Right. Well, let's let's move to uh, Oak State. Their over under is six and a half for Oklahoma State minus one ten. I'm a man. I'm forty. You're almost there. How are you feeling about Oak State? Uh, this is the only other we got five five teams left, including this one. Uh, this is the only mm -hmm. other bet I have, and I this bet's really popular. We get these uh, emails from MGM with like what everybody's betting. And we're getting really close to the start of the year. So like a lot of the bets are in and I'm always, I just, I, it piques my curiosity, like, especially with the market that I bet into a lot. I don't listen to what a lot of other people say about stuff. So I'm always like, oh, what are people betting? Like, I don't know the answer. I used to know, like, I used to be like, oh, everyone's on this. Everyone's on this. And this kind of stuff. I'm like, I'll ask Tyler sometimes. I'm always like, what are the bet splits? We did that yesterday. Like, I don't know what people are on. Anymore. I'm in such a bubble over here. I don't have a clue. And uh, <laughs> and the, we did the win totals. And I knew, I think I had had someone tell me that Colorado got bet more than every other team to go over, which I guess is not surprising because they're like a kind of like a sexy storyline. It's Deion Sanders and transfers and like, it's cool. Like they're cool. And but is it the number is really low. And I think people like want it to work. So I, I get that. And also, none of this means that that has to lose. Like, please don't think of anything like that. Like, this isn't predictive of anything. And But I just think it, I thought it was interesting. I really like the over on this team. And I guess everybody else does, too. I think we're all in the same boat on this one. I, You know, hmm. whatever that's worth, nothing. But, like, we're all, we're all rowing together <laughs> on this. And it's, look, I, I, you, I think if you listen to the show, you know how I try to handicap teams before the year. Program history, coach history, uh, 
angles for like why the market is is overvaluing undervaluing this team this year versus how they normally do and uh this is a really no number for oklahoma state and there are pretty good reasons why that's the case the defensive coordinator is from a school that i've like never heard of in my entire life and is supposed to fix this defense and maybe he can do it uh and their best defensive player one of them transferred out and uh i think he went to usc i forget where he went but like okay like yeah there's some, uh, spencer sanders isn't the quarterback anymore i think he stunk so like great awesome yeah. and uh alan bowman comes in who's like got hurt but has a lot of talent and played for texas tech for a little bit i forget where he played last year but like six and a half mike gundy oak state is like that's that's not gonna work for me like i'm gonna need to bet the over on that uh okay. lowest win total i have for them almost since he's been the coach since like the start of, i mean he's been the coach what like 17 18 years something like that maybe more it's basically the lowest win total they've ever had for him in the market and maybe things are that bad and we're about to enter this new era where he's gonna be a man and 50 and whatever and not not be the coach anymore but like really low expectation okay why is the expectation really low uh quarterback that i think stinks isn't there anymore and the team really underperformed last year so you're getting like a market adjustment for a team that was an eight and a half last year and won seven by the way we bet the under i think i'm like a mike gundy homer we bet the under a lot on this team last year we talked about it very confidently on the show and we won um eight and a half and they win seven and the new expectation has been set that apparently they're bad here's the problem this is the jokiest schedule I've ever seen in my entire life, no matter how I work it. It's not just like my numbers. Uh, they host the final Bedlam game maybe ever. That is the toughest game on the schedule. They don't draw Texas, and they draw all of the new teams in the conference. Three of them. Did they Actually, wait, wow. did they draw? They draw Cincinnati, they draw all four. I mean, come on. They close Cincinnati, schedule. Bedlam, UCF, Houston, BYU. Who are they losing? Oh, God forbid Kansas State's bad. I, it's just where are the losses they draw iowa state too everybody's <laughs> betting on the games i don't know yeah. man just like t arizona state they just found out they can't go to a bowl game <laughs> that's like like every team that's like a person that play in northwestern every team that they're drawing has like a piece of news attached to them it's unbelievable um i maybe they set them all up i just mike yeah. gundy doesn't win six games this doesn't doesn't happen and we can expect it to happen because they were down and they lost some stuff. And when we do that, that's when I really like to play over on coaches like this. So anyway, uh, I like the over on six and a half a lot with this team. Yeah, hard to go against Gundy with that. He's got superior lettuce in the back, the business up front, party in the back with that mullet. And he's going to keep can't it rolling. That. Yeah, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get the TCU and some other teams in the Big 12 as we get to our final hour right here on the BetQL Network. It's You Better You Bet brought to you by BetMGM. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.